Hello and welcome to the Wormhole and our podcast called Wormhole Pinball Presents. My name is Jamie Birchall and today I'm so happy to be joined by two very, very busy individuals, uh, Robert Harris and Paul McKinney, the organizers of the 2024 Texas Pinball Festival. Gentlemen, thank you for taking time out of your extremely busy schedules. I really appreciate it. You're very happy to be here. Uh, so today is March 1st. Uh, we're two weeks away from TPF. How excited are you both? You know, it's it's always... <laughs> <laughs> I get real excited the minute I walk into the 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 show on Wednesday afternoon. I mean, it's just like an adrenaline rush, and it kind of goes through the whole show. and And all the organizers have kind of been that way. And then it usually a few days after the show, it goes, "God, my feet are sore." <laughs> so. Yeah, you walk in that hall and you remember how far away it is to the back door, and yeah. you make you make that walk hundred times in that show and it's just un unreal how how big that facility actually is i mean it, it really is uh the texas pinball festival if you do not know is going to take place on friday march 15th at 4 p.m till sunday march 17th at three or after the awards has been held I, I read uh it has been held at the embassy suites hotel and convention center in frisco texas since 2014 so hotel has been a really good partner for you guys right Absolutely. Uh, City of Frisco is uh, an amazing, amazing place. And it, it's so nice to be close to a lot of other things and have our association that we have with National Video Game Museum. They really work well with us, too. They, they do a lot of things that I think other places wouldn't necessarily do for us. And it, it helps make the show run a lot smoother. This is the first year together as organizers. Is that correct? Uh, after Kim and Ed retired? Well, not, not really. I guess in an official capacity, but you know, Robert, when, when did you come in? Like 2005? Uh, it's been a long time. I don't know exactly. <laughs> it's, it's on my bio, but it's, it's been in my notes. It said 2009. Yeah. yeah. As uh, with the, the tournament, Kim, um, it's been at least, um, 10 years yeah. working on the registration booth, working all the database, all the software, all that good stuff. And Paul, when did you get involved with TBF? Day one. Yeah. I mean that's that that's incredible. Yeah. In fact, with this being our twentieth show, when you get the program this year, you'll uh, you get a little story on the history. Uh, I saw the floor plans this morning, and it does look a little different than last year. Can you guys kind of <laughs> can you go into some of the differences? Well, a few things. We you know we wanted to try to make some more space, uh, and so we you know we had a we had a registration area on the outside and the inside, so. We, uh, we've, we've always had this little alcove that we haven't used a lot in the lobby. So we decided to move our gift shop there. So that kind of freed up some more space. And then we've, uh, we've just moved the main door to kind of the middle of the building, which is where most of the other shows that use that facility put it. Um, and we'll, we'll see how it works. I, I think it's really going to be a very open room. Uh, I mean, I'm super excited. Our, our wormhole booth is going to be like right at the new entryway, really. And actually, you're at the special entryway, okay? Okay. For, for those people that brought games that are collectors and for our exhibitors that have a booth, uh, we have a exhibitor collector entry only that's the one closest to the hotel and right by where the tournaments are and where, where you guys are going to have your booth. Well, we're real excited about that. Uh, we can officially announce that I was just telling Robert, we're bringing five games to TPF. Uh, we've got a Bally Kiss, German Kiss, that's going to be in the Wizards tournament. And then right next to our booth will be a Cosmic Princess. 
from Allied Leisure, uh, the Australian subsidy of Stern and Andromeda. And then in our booth will be a trailer, which is a 85 Playmatic, and then Future Queen, which will be in the booth, which is a, is, a Bell is game. Is that a, a Bell game? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty good stuff there. Um, with TPF, everyone's excited to see some of the newer pins. Can you guys list a few of the great pins that are going to you know, be there from all the great manufacturers? Robert, I'll let you go with that. Well, Elton John, obviously. Uh, that's probably one of the newest ones that's been uh, announced. And Jaws from Stern. Those are the two main uh, main ones. And then Spooky's bringing, um, what, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the Looney Tunes, I believe. And then um trying to think if there's anyone else that's... I think No Barrels is going to bring a labyrinth. Uh, bring yeah. a labyrinth. And then uh, you've got Multimorphic Princess Bride. Uh, I'm assuming that's playable. It yeah. should be at the show. Um, nothing from Pinball Brothers, I don't think, and nothing from Haggis. Well, there are going to be a couple of... There, there will be a few aliens there from Pinball Brothers. And Pinball right, but nothing Brothers, new. Those, nothing brand nothing new. new. And the only the only unknown is American Pinball. Right. <laughs> well, we heard there's going to be making a big announcement there in the in the room, so we'll look forward to that. And you could look at yeah. the schedule to see when that's going to be on. Uh, you also have a ton of exhibitors from the from the game preserve to the history of the pinball booth. I mean, there really is something for every single pinball enthusiast there, isn't there? And I find I don't, I actually enjoy a lot of the a lot of the older EM games. Okay, and Bob Herb is one of our original uh, organizers. I mean, he specializes in those, and Ken Head does as well, and restores a lot of those. And you know, I would guess they'll probably have a you know a half dozen to a dozen of those in their booth. I'm bringing a couple of older EMs. I don't know if it's like. I'm not as good with the three level flashy light games, but you know, there's a lot of the older games I find get great enjoyment out of. So I'm always happy to see those. Yeah. It's, it's always fun to have some off non pinball necessarily, or just maybe pinball adjacent booths. We've got a comic book vendor. We've got the doom chocolate, which everyone seems to love every year. Every year that place sells out. <laughs> My son cannot, uh, Get, get to inside the room to whatever the vendor is that has the plush for like Sonic the Hedgehog or anything video game related. He always seems to get something out of there um, every year. And so it's nice to have uh, those kind of booths as well, besides just the people who bring parts and, and, and other play field type accessories. Uh, let's do a quick shift to the tournaments. Uh, how long has the TPF Classics Wizard tournaments been going on? Well, this format is... I want to say eight to 10 years, the, you know, the original format, which is when I got involved and, and this goes back to what's really great about pinball, you know, they're used to only be stern. And so typically with the fall, with the, the, the spring show, there was a game that was coming out that year and we'd get like eight of them and they would all be, you know, right at the front where the registration was recently and uh, that was the only game of the tournament. And you just went up, you got X number of plays. And once you were done with that, you could buy tickets to get more plays. But it was that one game. It could be uh, Mustang. It could be whatever it was that year. Well, now with so many different vendors coming out with new new games, we've split that into classics, modern, um, different eras. And so the Wizards tournament being the one that pays out the most, 160 
players get to play in that and uh it sells out in like about 10 minutes we we let everyone know ahead of time when it goes live and we sit there and watch it and it, it sells out somewhere about 10 to 12 minutes every year the classics has like 240 people to it and it sells out after about a month and a half and then we've got the women's tournaments on sundays um but it's uh when ifpa came around and they kind of restructured the way that you should run a tournament to not just be one machine unlimited plays um it becomes more of a challenge to say i've got only 20 plays and there's 10 machines up there which machines am i going to try and increase my score on and get the best total points to qualify into the finals and so uh, the tournament's really changed once that uh, structure came in place. I'm real proud to be your partner. Uh, Wormhole Pinball is proud to stream the TPF uh, Wizards, Classics, and Women's Tournaments. Uh, this will be our third year in a row for doing it. Give a quick shout-out to Elizabeth Jarney and Dick Curtis for running those because that's a lot, a lot of work. Yeah, uh, Kevin, Kevin Stone will be there this year helping out since Colin is not going to be able to be there. And uh, Ken Kemp, in whatever capacity he can, he's going to be helping out as well. Let's uh, go to awards and prizes. Lots of awards from best antique to best newcomer. And then you have your grand champion. When did you guys start? Did you start doing awards right in the beginning? I'm trying to remember if we did machine awards that first year. You know, if, if it wasn't the first year, it's certainly by, by the second we had started doing that. And the reason that I remember that is because we would have to do the judging, okay, the organizers. And, and there, were, there were nine of us at the time, and, and we'd all run around. And it, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a deceptively difficult job, okay, because it's like, oh, I, I, I know I saw this great Barracora, but, you know, it, 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 it had a, a, the wrong bumper, pop bumper caps on it. And then it's like, oh, no, it didn't. And then you go for five minutes and figure out you're talking about Two different barracoras so you know it's like and you're doing that at 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 four in the morning on sunday you know so you can get the awards all together so i i do remember doing that and i was i was so delighted when we got to a group of guys that were like you know we restore games all year long and we really would like to give back to the community and and do the judging and you know so you know rich rich whiskey and you know uh we've added michael lube that pulls together the whole powerpoint and everything uh and uh you know bill morrison uh keith holbrook and scott martin uh are, are our judging team and this year they'll even have special tpf shirts that say judge on them so you might see them walking around at various times doing the judging but it's something they spend all weekend on um well, the prizes are up to one hundred fifty dollars per plus plaque ribbon per category for the winner, fifty in a ribbon for mm -hmm. runner-ups, and the grand champion is going to get three hundred yep. and a beautiful plaque. So exciting stuff! Uh, in addition, one heck of a raffle you guys are doing. You want to talk about that for a minute? That that was that was just the most amazing stroke of luck. Okay, I I don't know if you noticed, but to me, it's over my over this shoulder on the wall, right up there. Yeah is is what was the origination of our theme this year okay and i met bubba flint the artist i walked into a thing called the artist collective back in 2016 which was an art shop down in uh, the bishop arts area in dallas and i walked in i saw a couple of pieces of art there and i knew ted that ran the place and i go oh my god that's the first artist you've had that i could i could sell his stuff at the texas pinball festival people would love that 
And so, you know, Bubba and I met for lunch and I was like, you got to try this. He's like, man, I've never done anything like this. I, I, I do like, you know, magazine ads and stuff, but you guys sound like a good group of guys. And I, I collect old Volkswagens, So, so it sounds like it'll work. And so that was the first piece of artwork that I got from him and I hung it on my wall. And over the last couple of years, people, when we were doing phone calls, they'd notice that piece of art and they'd go, that's really cool. What is that? And I started thinking, you know, this is the 20th year. And, and nothing really defines pinball better than the idea of the, the, the national anthem we all know in our head when we walk into a show is pinball wizard, you know? So I was like, okay, what can we do with that? How do we, how do we make it 20th? Uh, well, I, I, I like glasses. So, you know, we'll, we'll turn the glasses into a 20. And I just threw it at Bubba and he did it. And, and Bubba and then and Blake uh, Dumsnell, they, they work together a lot on different pieces of art. Blake helps us every year with all of our graphics. Blake's amazing. Does, does a phenomenal amount of work. Okay. And, oh, and yeah, so, he's done our logo. He's done everything. Oh gosh. Yeah. He <laughs> the he's all over the place. And so, so anyway, so Bubba did the artwork and then he was like, let me, I really want to frame that. So let me do something. And he kind of came up with the art deco frame for it. And, you know, so that's how we got to, kind of an Elton John theme. And then all of a sudden, you know, Jersey Jack announced that game. And I called Jack and I said, Jack, dude, <laughs> you got, you got to help us out here. How can we make this the charity, you know, machine? And, you know, we, we, we worked it out. I mean, he was, he was very supportive and I'm very excited to have that game on the floor and looking forward to playing it. I can't wait to play it. Yeah. I can't wait to play it. And, and the proceeds are going to the national video game museum, national video game museum right there in Frisco. We're, we're we're kind of good consistent partners with them. It's it's very synergistic relationship, and you know if you want to go over and and visit, well, I lost my wristband from last year. I had one here on the desk. A dog ate it. But but anyway, uh, you know you just take your wristband and go jump on the band on Saturday on that uh, little north overhang. Sorry for the interruption there, and uh, and and ride over and you get into the National Video Game Museum for half price. Well, that's that's awesome, and that uh, goes to a great cause. Thank you guys for for running this, and I will be buying a bunch of those tickets because I want that Elton John. So, <laughs> uh, can we talk about Pan Heffern and all she's done with seminars? Because I'm really absolutely seminar room. Uh, yeah, no, no, we're we, you know, we had this concept a couple of years ago that goes back to kind of our origins, which was, you know, at the, at that first show, I learned a lot from. Uh, Chris Munson on how to paint a cabinet. Okay. And so, you know, over the years, you know, with the Twippies and everything else that we, we kind of put in, we kind of got away from some of the maker topics. So this year we decided to bring those back. You know, I may have mentioned it, Moto and I were talking and she had had the same idea. And so between her and Pam, we just rallied and, and put together, you know, uh, a half dozen topics or more that are all all related to kind of how to's on pinball and so that's how that came up and i've been so happy with with all of the work that you know pam has put into kind of coordinating that this year and i think we've got a pretty full schedule put together yeah i saw the schedule it looked pretty darn full you know i i'm pretty excited to try to squeeze in some of the you know a few of the behind the game series too those look really fun it's been it's been really interesting that uh you know, I guess typically uh, male-dominated hobby 
where the collectors and what uh, generally are male, but a lot of the spouses of the pinball collectors have helped out in TPF. I mean, if you look at Kim Vanderveen, you know, the former uh, person I, I helped the longest time, she got in the hobby because of Ed and she made a huge impact on the TPF and Pam's the same way, you know, with her husband, Scott, uh, always coming to the show. As much as we'd like to think that everyone would love to sit there and play pinball for 72 straight hours, uh, some women don't want to necessarily do that. And so uh, the fact that there are other things for them to do and she wanted to get involved and we basically looked at her skill set and said, you'd be perfect in our seminar room. And um, it's it's amazing the work that they do, uh, all the live streams and all the content that not only is there live, but then we can cut it down and we can put it on YouTube for everyone to watch after the fact. And uh, it comes off so professionally, um, you know, even watching it on on uh, on YouTube, it still comes across great. You can hear everything, the, the graphics, everything, the video looks fantastic. And her and uh, the Barnett's uh, really turn out a great product. Well, congratulations to her. And I can't wait to uh, to go into the seminar room more. And I mean, you got American Pinball. They got a secret sauce thing they're going to announce. So we'll see what <laughs> that's all about. Uh, let's uh, switch gears to how crazy in, the the day is of, of moving on the 14th. I wanted to spend a minute on it because for those that are listening that are bringing a game or, uh, or, or booth, they really need to go to textpinball.com and click the exhibitor collector setup instructions. That's got to... People that don't pay attention to this and, and bring games through the glass are going to drive you crazy. Yeah, we don't need any any uh, broken glass. We don't need a, a, a bill for uh, for fixing that and getting someone out for that. There's plenty of room to bring the, the machines in from the, the, the double doors where you can bring in your trucks and stuff to the side doors that are metal, the loading dock. There's a lot of, lot of spaces you can bring your machines through that don't have glass and won't cause, you know, breakage. Um, and as long as everyone is orderly and patient, uh, last year we had 420 or so machines come through and 80% of them arrived on Thursday is by far the, the fullest show we had by Thursday night. And we, we got it all in about a 12 hour shift. And so it's, it's doable as long as everyone is respectful and uh you know get in get out we've got a great crew of people that are there in the back to help coordinate that and uh the way we stage it to where we're not expecting you to just get it off the truck and move it to your booth and set it up and then go get something else you get everything off your truck you put it over here on the side and then you go move your truck so somebody else can put theirs in a different spot and then you pick up your stuff and take it to your space um and that basically just gets it flowing through so much quicker if we all just follow those simple directions, Thursday and Sunday afternoon will be so much smoother. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I've never figured out? It, it, it takes us a day, day and a half to move everything in. It takes us about five, six hours to move everything out, except for those <laughs> last couple of things. But, but for the most part, you know, move, move out goes pretty quick. People are ready to get out of there and get yeah. home. <laughs> they are. Uh, well, what else? I, I thought I've gone through everything. You know, it's a beautiful Friday afternoon. I don't want to take any more of your guys' time. Is there anything else that we didn't talk about uh, TPF that you wanted to talk about right now? Well, I, I can say, um, you know, last year, one of the criticisms of the show, and I think a lot of us saw it, was it was really crowded. I remember walking into that hall Saturday at 3 o'clock and thinking, oh, my goodness, this is is enormous. 
And I think, you know, some of the biggest criticisms were, you know, I shouldn't have to wait an hour to play Pulp Fiction or Scooby-Doo or Galactic Tank Force, you know, the machines of the of the show last year. And uh, I think that's a tribute to the hobby. You know, in, in the past, like I said, when there was only one new machine and then we had 10 of them or 15 of them, you could come play that one game and maybe you'd wait 10 minutes in line and then you'd move off and play all the games that have been around forever. But now we have eight games sometimes and you want to play them all. And in order to play them all, they can't bring 10 of each. They're, you know, last year we had four Pulp Fictions. Right. And so it's just a matter of supply and demand. Luckily, with the new layout, hopefully the uh, the spacing between the hot games is going to be enough that there's going to be more more room for people to queue and uh, and more time for people to play those games. We've got more games in the hall than we've ever had, and so um, it should be as large of a show, but not as crowded in the inside. I don't think. And and yeah, a, a lot of our minimum mile is like eight point six feet. I know I don't this might be real exciting for some people people but no but it's fast please go into it yeah yeah we 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 have we have several of those that are kind of still set up at that that minimum but you know eight eight feet's pretty pretty good for getting by two people playing on a game but there's there's several aisles that i tried to get set up you know like near barrels of fun where it's you know i'm expecting a crowd there so you know we've got like 10 feet on one side 12 feet on the, the other it gives you a little more space around it um and i tried to do that in several places plus we're really trying to make full use of the lobby. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how that works out this year. Uh, and, you know, there's going to be a few, few little different things out there and we'll see how that plays. I'm excited to be in the lobby, I'm, I, yeah. you know, to, to promote what we're doing here in Houston and uh, just to have a, a really cool play out. We're going to put some big TVs up gents yeah. and we're going to stream the tournament there uh so we'll have some tvs and people can walk by and see what's happening in the tournament room upstairs so that that should be kind of neat um well gentlemen look i've taken enough of your time i uh, i really appreciate you both uh we have less than two weeks away to one of the biggest pinball events in the world so i'm so excited i know all of your hard work is going to pay off for yeah. amazing tpf in 2024 uh for ticket information please visit texaspinball.com and information on the wormhole uh you could just go to wormholepinball.com gents i'll see you both in two weeks thank you so much for doing this and hey, stop, thank you very much stop by our booth and say hi to christine hood and my wife janine Birchall. they're going to be working the hell out of that booth so please stop by and say hi to them if you would we will do that robert say one last thing about volunteers because we need more volunteers we need more help don't we yeah the the show really relies on a lot of help from people that uh, come give up their time uh we've got five or six different areas of need we need help with uh backdoor load in load out uh working the registration booth the gift shop booth just general help watching doors and so we really need people to get online go to our texaspinball.com website there's a there's a post there that shows uh, all the different volunteer links that you can go to on Sign Up Genius and just grab a shift. Every shift will get you a $15 credit towards whatever you want. It can be money to spend at the food trucks or it could be towards merchandise like a shirt or a challenge coin. But uh, every two every two hours gets you $15 of credit towards something. And we really rely on all the help uh, that people give. And uh, so just get there and, and sign up and take a shift. Robert, thank you. Well said. Gents, I'll see you both in two weeks. You bet. Thanks, guys. Yeah.